0: Bye.
1: And welcome to come along with me a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of adventure time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode by episode analysis of cartoon network's most mathematical tv show i am kk the human and i'm gora also the human this is chapter 1.13 city of thieves bordered by bert yawn and sean jimenez in this episode of come along with me we learn that a penny saved is a purity burned
0: Out adventuring, Finn and Jake stumble across the City of Thieves. Finn is warned by a wood hag that anyone who goes into the city becomes a thief, but he's certain he can resist and maintain his purity. He and Jake help a little crying girl named Penny, who claims someone in the City of Thieves has stolen her basket of flowers. Once inside, Finn tries to punch the citizens into not being thieves anymore, to little effect. Even Jake ends up stealing a pair of red boots. Penny suggests that her basket might be in a chest in the tower of the King of Thieves, which can only be entered by someone who's never stolen anything before. Finn retrieves the chest from the skeleton of the King of Thieves and delivers it to Penny, only to find out she was a thief all along and has tricked him into stealing. Devastated that he's become impure, Finn decides to take revenge on Penny. By becoming a thief and stealing a litany of things, including a bar of soap to wash her off with. He thinks he succeeded in reforming her, only to de- be duped once more when Penny steals the clothes off his back. Of oh, thieves!
1: <laughs> oh, that that uh, tree hag is amazing. I know, I love her. I think she's my favorite part. Well, no, actually, she's my second favorite part. I, I
0: really like, so, like, she comes at the beginning to do you, you know, the the warning thing. And then at the end, after Finn realizes he's been a thief, she, like, manifests out of, like, a slab of wood on the floor. And she's like, <laughs> I told you! <laughs> they
1: really, uh, there's a couple of hag-heavy episodes coming up here.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of weird that we, we've, uh, really been doubling down on it. Um, but, hey, I dig it. I-, I like me a good witch.
1: Me too. And it's, uh, uh yeah, it's, I like that there are ugly women in Adventure Times. That's a silly thing to say? I don't know. I, I just like it. No, I get
0: you. I get you totally. Um, so this episode definitely seems like a parody of that, uh, hive of scum and villainy cities in, in fantasy works. Is that what you were feeling?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it's so over the top and wonderful.
0: Yeah, like it it's honestly kind of a, I really appreciate how fluid all the stealing is like it's almost like a ballet of awfulness
1: a ballet of thievery I mean it's there's some incredible montages with the stealing
0: yeah which we won't actually describe because that probably say would be extremely boring audio but um, it, it is really good to see all the creative ways they have one person steal something else and another person takes it and it's it's really cool actually
1: um, so actually, at the very beginning of the episode, Finn is trying to walk on all fours to prove to Jake that it's not that hard, I guess. And I really, <laughs> I really love the dynamic of Finn thinking he can keep up with Jake, even though Jake is magic. Because <laughs> we, we explore that a couple other times in the show, like with the Jake suit, Finn suit episode.
0: Yeah, but like, even then, it's not just walking on all fours, which... Even that actually isn't that easy. Human bodies, like, our legs are just too long. It, it comes out kind of weird. Um, but, no, he has to walk on stilts on all fours, so he can do that tall, stretchy leg thing, and
1: it's pretty great. <laughs> and he's, like, not even doing that bad a job, but Jake trips him.
0: Yeah! Way, way to be a, a sore loser, Jake. One bit I liked was when they find Penny, um jake makes like a smiley face out of his belly (laughs) and penny's freaked out and he's like well i'll turn around but i'm gonna keep doing it
1: (laughs) yeah i'll turn the frown upside down and he like twists his whole chest very good uh
0: penny is adorable i really like her
1: um
0: like she's i don't know something about her voice actress especially like even knowing going into it that she ends up being evil i'm like Man, you're really pulling off the cute kid thing. Great. I love you.
1: Speaking of voice actors, the the wood hag is Maria Bamford. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's great. She's a stand up comedian and she does a lot of voice work as well. Oh right. She's I'll... actually in the in Obsidian. She's uh one of the council of glass people. Oh, the I hated ones.
0: them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't have anything against the actress.
1: <laughs> I like that the city is is actually on top of a big dead turtle. No, it's That's inside.
0: Cool. I think the big dead turtle. Oh, even better. Yeah. So, which is a fun design for sure. Um, one bit I really liked was after there, when they're when Finn's about to go climb into the the tower with an anti thief thing. Um, he's like, "Wish me luck," and Jake's like, "She already did." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a really good bit.
1: Uh, is that your favorite part? Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think I'll say that's my favorite. Why not? <laughs> Mine is uh, when Penny says it's redo do and I honestly say that a lot in my daily life. Really, I use the term redo do quite a bit. Yes.
0: And then, uh, and then Finn's like, "Don't say that." She's like, "What? Say redo do ridiculous?" <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, my bit of kind of favorite bit of Little Word Prey is where, like, Finn is doing, like, a super dramatic Batman voice, like, we shall seek vengeance on Penny. Jake's like, cowabunga!
1: Cowabunga! He also calls his boots super babe-style boots, which is a good
0: I, I actually really like those boots he stole. They're, like, a nice shiny red.
1: Yeah, they're fancy. It's very, very Marceline, quite honestly.
0: I don't know. I think it, they're a little too, uh, femme for Marceline.
1: True, 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 but perfect for Jake,
0: perfect for Jake. um, I like the bit about the wizard, the the king of thieves chest being in his chest, <laughs> though i I question how he did that. who put it the that in there who put, after put the chest yeah, that's
1: hmm, that's a horrifying question,
0: huh? well, something to haunt my nightmares tonight. looking forward <laughs> to it uh, <laughs> um i think this is the second time we see the weed wizard
1: the weed wizard
0: yeah he's this one wizard he wears like a green cloak um though like, his coloring was off because of the lighting um with prints that look very much like uh marijuana so i think the fandom just generally calls him the weed wizard <laughs>
1: Is he the one that turns himself into a cat by saying pancake three times? No, he's. I think he's the guy
0: who gives um Jake the or gives Finn those cursed rings in the My Two Favorite People. Episode. Oh, is that Grass Wizard? Is that his actual name? I've always called him Weed Wizard.
1: Oh no, no no, the Grass Wizard is the one who made the grass sword.
0: Yeah, that's a different guy.
1: And I think it's like the the Forest Wizard.
0: Yeah, he's not, he's not quite he's a different weed,
1: obviously weed wizard is the best thing to
0: call him <laughs> obviously um like he, he i don't think he ever has like a major part but whenever there's like a, a wizard heavy episode like we go to that city of wizards he's usually in the background doing something entertaining
1: neat um i like the idea that to stop them from thieving finn's just gonna beat them mercilessly <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna punch the thi- the thievery out of them
0: that's what we call effective policing. <laughs> um, Yeah, and it obviously doesn't work. I, I wonder what's up with the the City of Thieves. Do you think it's actually cursed, or is it just like...
1: Self-fulfilling prophecy?
0: Yeah. Um, Honestly, it sounds exhausting to live there. Oh my gosh, right? Oh boy, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't do anything, KK. Um, well, you
1: could steal, I guess.
0: You could steal, but you're not going to have time to do anything with the stuff you stole. <laughs> It's like, oh, wow, I stole a cupcake. I'm not going to get to eat it. Like, what's leaving the point? This
1: is also a fun, you know, not intentional foreshadowing, but Jake used to be a master thief. So this is pretty fun. Yeah, exactly.
0: Him. Um, So he, yeah, he never would have been able to get past that anti-thief barrier. Um, right. Honestly, it kind of reads to me not so much that he was being corrupted by the magic so much as he has an excuse to kind of reindulge that older part of him. And he takes yeah, the agreed. very first opportunity
1: to do so. He's, I would not call Jake's impulse control uh, something to write home about.
0: Um, no, I think there, it's very much something to write home about because it's that bad. Oh. <laughs> that's. You know what? You got me there. You got me there. <laughs> um, the only other thing that stood out to me in this episode, I think, um, was the shot of a hyper-realistic horse having a bath. And it. I really <laughs> dug it for some reason. I don't know.
1: I really love how uh, Jake and Finn are so, like, symbiotic because when uh, Finn's going Batman, Jake just shapeshifts into a cape and they don't have to, like, communicate about it. (laughs) The cape with the boots on also is very
0: good. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. This was very fun for, I think it was such a visual-heavy episode, it makes it kind of hard for us to give a lot of kind of more in-depth analysis, besides just saying... Honestly, go watch it. It's fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it's a really fun episode. This might be the episode that I would recommend people watch from the early seasons.
0: Oh, interesting. Very interesting.
1: Did we find the snail? Nope. Me neither.
0: But, I mean, I can't blame it too much. It was, like, kind of an extremely busy visual episode. So. Yeah, so. I'm
1: sure there was just some time when they were stealing. Probably.
0: Yes. Maybe, this, this, maybe the snail stole something. <gasps> How dare he? I know. That villainous, villainous snail. All right, KK, I believe this is your turn
1: for a media wreck. So I have a media wreck, which is uh, Guards, Guards, which is from Terry Pratchett's Discworld series, which is this. There's dozens and dozens of books, and it's a wonderful world that you don't really have to read in order. and. One of the common threads is these uh, watchmen who are this sort of inept fantasy police force that uh, is in sort of a fantasy New York. And it's just a wonderful satire. It's funny and it's heartfelt. And uh, Discworld in general is wonderful and Guards Guards in particular is a really good place to start if you were thinking about it.
0: Yeah. And if you were thinking, Hey, I want more hive of scum and villainy inkmore pork the setting of guards guards and there's also a giant turtle shell that's yes, right they're on the so. back of a giant turtle so it, it, it's honestly it might have been a direct reference i'm not sure um so thank you for joining laura and kk the humans on come along with me you can email us at adventure timepod at gmail.com follow us on twitter at come along with me where the last e is a three and instagram and tumblr at adventure now come on grab your friends and go to very
1: distant lands a fee. <laughs>